Hey, everybody. Hi. Welcome back to Desert Streaming. Yes, welcome back. Hey, Katie. Hi, Marco. How you doing? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm doing really well. <laughs> Marco's been having a really good day, <laughs> which has been great to see. He had a little meltdown right before we hit record. Marco had his weekly meltdown. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he schedules. He pencils it in. It's cathartic. It's postmodern. You deserve a meltdown once a week. Yeah, guys, give yourself a chance <laughs> to relax. To melt. Yeah, come on. It's not a rat race. Mm-mm. It's a beautiful journey unto wholeness. No, I was setting up this podcast and, you know, we're in our little kitchenette. and Clearly. Clearly. And there was water everywhere and all over me. And so. He was very upset. <laughs> <laughs> It was actually really offsetting for me, and that's what oh, this please. You're, I like, you're like, that is a, what did you say? That's a big, that's a big emotional response. I said it was respons- an oversized oh. response Over- to a small thing, which is good. I'm just bringing some objectivity to your subjective mess. <laughs> you're welcome. Thank you, Katie. You're welcome. Speaking of. Subjective wait. messes. <laughs> Which is the human existence, yes. Today we're talking about, uh, we're going to go into a little bit of a segment on relationships. Ooh. Because, you know, it's February, Ooh. and everybody knows what that means. Love. It's the love month. It's the month of love. It's the month of Cupid. Ooh, Watch yes. out, you just may get... <laughs> so, and... To, and uh, interestingly, <laughs> next week, which is Valentine's Day, next yes. Wednesday is also yes. Ash Wednesday. Oh, so romantic! <laughs> what a romantic. So you pairing. can't eat if you're. <laughs> yeah, don't cancel don't that date. Go on the thirteenth. Don't go to that steakhouse. Yeah. And it's like Lent, so you can't probably be chowing down anyway. So you really yeah. do need to celebrate on the thirteenth with um. Oh, Fat Tuesday. I mean, I c- you could make a you could make a date work on Ash Wednesday. Just can't eat meat. Man, you can't really be joyous. <laughs> Do you have to be mad? Like from ashes to ashes, <laughs> dust to dust. Remember, man, that that art dust. <laughs> you get the like candy hearts, but you just change it to <laughs> ashes, ashes to ashes, number sign. So it's cuter. <laughs> oh, so today we wanted to talk about um, how we're made for relationship, and depending on our state in life. Um, is is the the degree in which we'll enter into our our ability to enter into relationships? <laughs> Gosh, how do I phrase this? I don't know, podcast <laughs> listeners. I too don't know what that means. I too. Uh, am we're all leaving this podcast more confused <laughs> than when we came. <laughs> Desert streaming. That's why we, our our latest YouTube video had like fifty five. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You. So thank you, the fifty-five. <laughs> yes, thank ones. you, fifty-five. Thank you. Let's let's hit those triple digits. I'm pretty sure a couple of you watched that video yes. twenty times. <laughs> I don't think there's fifty-five <laughs> people who watched it. I'm convinced of that. Can I gently remind each of you oh, to please, but to do follow it us, <laughs> to follow us, yes. and to uh, like like us. Yeah, like <laughs> us, please. Um. Yes. Right? Yeah. Please like us. I mean, I don't want you to dislike us. And if you can make that like known with the thumbs up on YouTube. Yeah. The the bell. I think there's a bell. A bell. A thumbs up. Thumbs up. Share it with your friends. Oh, we yes. know you have friends that need this. Yeah. This is so edifying. 
<laughs> we'll get so much from it. Clearly. We're very self-serious here. Very serious. So, Katie. Yeah, Marco. Um, You know, this month, uh, the, the month of Valentine's Day. Of and love, yeah. And the month of love. And uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, I feel like you're looking at me. <laughs> well, the Marco told me I couldn't look up because of my glasses and the light so but then i feel like i don't know what to look at i feel like i'm not looking <laughs> well this was probably what marco's first few dates looked like when he got back in the game so we're talking about relationships and how we're made for them and marco started off like this i was hey, like marco hey. <laughs> no i Good got that so we're just getting a taste of what relationships are can, can look like if you're rusty Katie, I want to hear about, um, you just recently gave a talk at KU. I did, yes, the St. Lawrence Center, not the no. whole, yeah, that sounds so grand, and it was like 20, 20 kind of disinterested <laughs> 19-year-olds at the St. Lawrence Center, but it was great. How was it? Tell us about it. Yeah, it was good. So we talked about, well, we sort of kind of covered the gamut mm-hmm. of things that I'm probably not so qualified to really go deep about so we talked i mean really we talked about the gift Mm -hmm. using you know john paul ii gift chastity and then sort of trying to disavow this idea of lgbtq Mm. christians in Mm -hmm. light of this understanding of being chaste and being a gift so it was good i mean the i mean is the language of gift nude for them uh, probably not but I think to make it so explicit as you're a gift to the other. Mm-hmm. So not just sort of the generic compliment, like, oh, you're so great. Thanks for being a gift, which is mm. nice. Sure. Uh, but probably wouldn't be uniquely, right. <laughs> you know, John Paul II. But the idea that the gift is always to the other mm-hmm. and, you know, being chased is kind of becoming whole so you can be for the other, um, I think was new. And also I'm, you know, living waters through and through. So my authority is not scholarship but the fact that I Mm. work through those things and so I was you know open about my own sort of struggles in that area and that probably was very new for them Mm -hmm. and probably a little uncomfortable because you're supposed to have them like chat so you talk a little (laughs) bit and they're supposed to like turn to their partner and talk but it's like what are some barriers for your chastity you know as they're eating like nachos so I don't think they were used to going deep and not in a setting like that so I think it was probably a bit of a (laughs) culture shock culture shock for both of us because that's so our world yeah it is our world and I'm not gonna not do that and you know that's what you're gonna get if you ask me to speak which is very rare so you know it's not like i don't think i'll run into this issue a lot but yeah so but it was good i'm glad i did it so let's go more into this idea of gift so it's not just like oh you're really great thanks for being great never change you know kind of like right the the typical yearbook signs like but it's more about i'm i'm made to be a gift giver and a gift receiver can you um yeah can you elucidate that (laughs) a little bit more (laughs) can i elucidate the theology of <laughs> gift. <laughs> I'm. Can I'm, you say more, please? <laughs> at a loss. Um, <laughs> do you have anything else to say? Uh, are you sure? I mean, I, I I do think because like your gift is such a term that probably Christians use more yeah. than secular people. But <laughs> sure. I mean, that's because. I, I mean, a, maybe. Maybe. I don't really know. I mean, I, I guess, you know, in my 
secular jobs. I was never called a gift, but that could be for yeah. a plethora. Katie of worked at a liquor store. Yeah, then <laughs> <laughs> someone would come in buying their cheap gin. I'm like, thank you for I'm just being kidding. A she never gift. worked at a liquor I store. I kind of would. Though. And no, no shame to you if no, you do I, work I, at a liquor I, store. I would maybe like to. We both go to liquor stores. So, so. yes. We're aware, but it is, I mean, I think, I mean, it's what I already said, so I'll repeat myself, but I think it is the, the, the gift is to the other mm. in the context of hopefully increasingly free offerings of yourself mm-hmm. to the other because their complementarity, their difference is inciting some life in you. You see something in them that's not in you, but something that reminds them you know, reminds you of the Imago day in some way. And so that's how we sort of become whole. That's how you become chaste is in these relationships with the other where you're increasingly selfless and able to objectively see the good of the other in those relationships. So mm. I think we often look at that. Well, and it's most kind of clear in marriage, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. marriage being, oh, this is like this relationship where I, I am for the other in really deep kind of hard ways, but ways that we really become chaste as we live our lives together. So mm-hmm. I think people see that in marriage as a single person that does look a little different because, I mean, I love TOB and I, I probably have talked about this before, but sometimes when you're not married, the theology of the body and the emphasis of marriage and what that means. It's like, well, what does it mean to be a gift yeah. as a single person? Right, right. And I don't know if that's, I don't think it's a, there's a pat answer there mm-hmm. because you are for your spouse in a way that you would not be right. for yeah. a friend. And even, you know, people who are, you know, clergymen, you know, priests, sisters, they're, they're, they're married to the church. So they actually do have, sort of a marriage to her, the church, that a single person who wants to get married to, like, a person, Mm -hmm. like, doesn't have that. I mean, we're all the bride of Christ, so in some way. But, yeah, I think that can... There's, like, a a tornado. tornado. (laughs) Sorry, things are moving. We're fine. Yeah, we're fine. We keep on going. (laughs) We're consummate professionals. (laughs) We never stop. But, I mean, I think as a single person, that is... it can become so abstract that it means nothing. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, we'll just <clears throat> be for your male friends. And it's like, okay, and I'm 36, so I increasingly have less and less male friends. <laughs> you know what <laughs> I mean? Like, I'm not like 36 kind of hanging out with 40-year-old yeah. guys all the time. So it's something I'm trying to figure out. What does that mean to be a gift? And if my chastity, if I become more chaste by learning to offer that well and life being sparked in me yeah. from the other that wouldn't I won't get from my same gender friends. Right. I need to figure out how to work that out. And I do not have an answer for that because I don't know. Well let's talk more about it that because I think one of the hallmarks of Living Waters is that your dad has really utilized John Paul II's language of gift, yes. which is like really cool. Oh that door just opened that's totally fine. Um <clears throat> It was really kind of the first time that I encountered that language when I came to a Living Waters oh, training. So you weren't, you didn't, you I, weren't familiar with it. I, I, I'm familiar like with with John Paul using it, but I never appropriated it to my own oh, life. Oh yeah, like, and I think in that's a way. probably a common for sort of serious Christians, particularly Catholics, who would be more familiar with theology of the body right. as like a term that has almost no personal yeah resonance. Well, because I mean, for my SSA stuff. I, yeah. I always felt like, well, TOB is really not for me because yeah. I don't, you know, I don't really like Eden. I don't do 
I don't do well. Right, with Adam and Eve aren't these like? Oh, yeah. that's the idealized exactly relationship. It's like, oh no, I don't. I just don't really engage that way. So right, th- exactly. this just isn't for me. And then your dad was like, well, no. <laughs> right, which is again my favorite word. That's like untenable as a Christian to yeah. be like, well, no, yes, Adam and Eve, yes, <laughs> right, of course, wink, like, wink. Yeah, everyone's like they're the you know everyone's parents in some way. Yeah. In the fall, we clearly inherited that from them, so it would make sense that we would inherit the good from them. But then we kind of just opt out because right, right. of whatever in us makes the other relationship with them either not desirable or it just doesn't happen. Right, we can right. opt out. Yeah. But I think the the whole language of of becoming a better gift. So we are gifts just by nature of being man and woman, and our bodies speak of that. Our our bodies speak of gift giving, gift receiving. That's just in our biology. It's threaded in our being. But then, like growing to be better gifts. Like how can I be more attuned to those around me, both my brothers and and women, um, my sisters. <laughs> Uh, so like females, it, <laughs> females, but it, it seems that, um, then, then you have this desire, this aching desire to actually grow in relationship with, with a person of the opposite sex. And yet w- what do you do when you don't see a lot of things happening in that regard? Yeah. You know, I mean, it's a good question. I remember when I started trying to date, I think, I think it would be too overreaching to be like when I started dating. Cause it really, I really couldn't get beyond just mere, meeting with women and then there was like oh it's like nothing is there yeah you know what i mean like very little was it me it was more so the women sure yeah (laughs) i mean i'm okay guys but but, he's married now he didn't find but seriously like it's kind of hard to be like okay well i'm giving my gift and i think arguably it's harder for women than it is for men sure because men we have like this the balls in our court, so to speak, to activate and to pursue. I think that needs to be said. Yes. Like in the whole gift giving, we as men Mm. have a wonderful potential and a privilege to pursue women. Uh, And a responsibility. And a responsibility. To do so. Yeah. Yeah. John Paul II would use the language that, that the men are the guardian of the reciprocity of the gift. And I think a part of that, the guardian of the reciprocity of the gift, and a part of that is... I would say pursuing woman, you know, and securing her in in her beauty and her goodness and reminding her of that in various ways. Obviously, uh in whatever's appropriate as a coworker, as a sister, as yeah. a mom, as a as a as a girlfriend, as an exclusive romantic relationship. All of the above are are fair game as guardians of the reciprocity of the gift. Now, of course, I think John Paul II is speaking like par excellence about a man and woman in an intimate union. But I think that that kind of bridges over into all relationships. Yeah, absolutely, you know? right. And so I think the question is, well, then how do you continue to be a good gift when your gift is kind of frustrated or yeah. you're not you're not being received or you're kind of deactivated or if you're a woman and no one's pursuing you, like, what do you do? And I think... That's a great question. I'm <laughs> pins and needles. I, I mean, I, I'm, I don't, I'm, it's not like, and I have yeah, an answer. Exactly. I'm just like uh, yeah, leading up to no it. no pat answer to that. But I think, I think my heart is for all of our listeners and the people in our world, it's like, we need to, I, especially the men, I'm speaking more to the men. Maybe you can speak to I'll the speak women. to the women <clears throat> after. But the, for the men, it's like, you need to activate. Yeah, amen. You You really need to activate. And you need to, I think, calibrate um, your, I would say we, we are, we are, we have been deformed by pornography yeah. 
we need to calibrate with a realistic vision of true love and true beauty. You know, I, I, I encounter so many men who won't settle because, you know, it's like they, they're, they're so fixated on the attraction piece for them, which is important, but it's, it's not, it's as if they're, they're, it's almost they're splitting they're splitting off in a way in which they're they're discounting all of the amazing qualities of woman yeah and and they're not they're not calibrated in that well regard. And it, I would say it's it's so immature yeah I mean right, attraction right. of course <laughs> matters and physical attraction matters but you know I, I get a fourteen year old sort of all yeah. hormones sort yeah. of being driven to and fro but as an adult man attraction you would hope would be more than skin deep right exactly a a more holistic understanding of a person Mm -hmm. that would just come with time and maturity and integration and so when that sort of you know my my big (coughs) thing that's somewhat controversial is i really dislike or find a bit hard to swallow when men sort of, are, you know, especially when they get engaged or they get married and the first thing they note about their fiance or wife is that they're hot. Mm. Like that to me is so superficial. Hot mm. means you're physically, <coughs> right. your physicality incites something in me, right? Mm. It doesn't even mean, oh, you're beautiful. Beautiful seems more encompassing. Mm-hmm. It's hot. You don't really have a hot personality. Right, right. <laughs> you have a hot body or hot face. And so to me, it's it's probably an immaturity, probably stunted by pornography. Yeah. And, you know, maybe relationships, but relationships that were maybe more sexual than, mm-hmm. you know, relational. But yeah, to me, it's more immature. It's yeah. not that you can't be attracted, of, co- of course. Yeah. But if your traction is physical, primarily, good luck. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. And you can grow into that. I mean, <clears throat> you can be a guy who's like, oh, she's hot, and then grow to, you know, love her more than that. I'm not I'm not saying that. Yeah. But to me, that's not the most kind of convincing of a reason why. I agree. And I think guys and need to give- language matters, yeah. Yeah. And guys need to give it more time. Like, I want to grow to know a woman. I feel, I, I'm convinced that a, a man grows in- attraction to woman as he as he comes to know her yeah, i mean absolutely. duh yeah of course you know right that if even if it's like not high octane at first i think that's kind of normal yeah. it's like i don't even know her right <laughs> so like i want to come to yes, know her yes i want to take her out to eat i want to know about her life yeah so i i just want our guys who are listening to do that more yeah amen like you know pursue the women in your world and say like hey i just want to get to know you and yes it's not like you're standing on the dotted line or anything, but you're you're cultivating, I think, a great call that all of us men are have a responsibility to activate in. Amen. To pursue women. Yeah. You know? So yeah, I I also think too, there's just like a, a general um men are just disempowered in sure. some yeah, in, on some levels. Yes. And maybe it is the pornography thing, yeah. especially if you can't like kick the habit. Absolutely. You, you probably feel really quite disempowered. Get some help, you know, yeah. like come to Living Waters, Amen. join an online cross current group. We have online stuff yep. that'll help you like do something that will yeah. actually free you to right. be a gift. Yeah. Like you may be <clears throat> disempowered, but you're not completely disempowered. So exactly. Take that move yeah. to kind of ask others to come alongside you to become more empowered. Right. Yeah. Not yeah. just victimize solely, but mm-hmm. still with some autonomy left. Yeah. Wow. It's kind of interesting. Like, uh. I was speaking to a, a good friend of mine who's a priest and he's retired and uh, 
and I was asking him like, how's he doing in retirement? He's like, yeah, yeah, it's great. I, lo I love retirement. It's not easy. I mean, it's easy for me to retire. <laughs> He's not like one of those people that need like a, a coach to, sure. <laughs> <laughs> what do I do in my retirement? <laughs> my free time. What do I do? <laughs> Golf is too overwhelming. <laughs> but he's like, I, I, I miss, um, I miss the, the sort of companionship of marriage. Like, cause wow, as a priest, yes. he's like, he's like, I'm really feeling the ache of, ah, oh, it would be so beautiful to be wow, it's in like a companionship relationship, yeah, you know, for sure. And that I had to, I have to like die to that because wow. I'm, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm an activated priest, but I'm retired, yeah. you know? And I just think about so many of our people who are, are so fixated on, on, trying to maybe do good things like to to be abstinent or, or to, to, to stay free from sexual sin and whatnot, but they forget to activate in the gift. Yeah, man. You know, they forget. And not to say that it's what this priest needs to go get married now. Yeah. That's not the point. <laughs> no. But the point is saying that there is a desire for us to have just good companionship. Mm -hmm. And for you men, you actually, the, f men free to marry, you you have a great gift uh, in that you you can you can pursue. Yeah. So I just I just want to encourage that. And you know what? When you're rejected, then you get back up. Yeah. Sure. You know, it's like okay, it's not the end of the world. It, it's it's difficult. It it can be it can be hard. Yeah. And it could be a little difficult to say okay, like you know the lies come in of maybe sure. I'm not a gift, maybe I'm undesirable, all of that. And uh, it's like. This is when we need spirit-filled Christians to kind of rouse yeah. us. Like, no, 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 come on. Like, mm. she maybe she wasn't a good fit. Or yeah. It's like, maybe, or she's just not into you. She's that's, not into you. That's, that's okay. okay. You can live with that. Yeah. I, yeah. I liken it as someone who is single. <clears throat> like, the sort of when you get rejected, like, you know, in your attempts relationship. That's like a, that's a, a an acute pain. Mm -hmm. But there is a chronic accusation of not being a gift, gift when you're single that yeah. I think is the idea that if we are gift and we're made for a relationship and we're freed for it mm -hmm. that when you're not actively pursuing it there is some latent thing there that's maybe not the cron or the the cute piercing of rejection but like i'm not a good enough gift right yeah. that's in i'm not trying to simplify or reduce it but that would be for many people men and women of <laughs> reason why they're single mm -hmm. is this i am not a good gift and that's a that's that's just a chronic pain. So maybe take a few, you know, a yeah. few stabs mm -hmm. till you get it. Then kind of lingering and sort of the malaise of, well, I'm just not a good gift, so I'm not going to pursue. Yeah. Or for women, again, I think speaking to why it maybe is a bit more difficult in that, oh, I'm not a good gift and no one's pursuing me. And what actions can I take? So I'll, I'll kind of speak for speak to the women. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I, I would say, you know, it does you know, for women kind of needing to be secured and known in relationship, um, as a, as a, as a need for all, but for, especially for women. And that's why men are the guardian of the reciprocity because, you know, we need to feel safe. We need yeah. to feel protected to, you know, respond. And I, for me as a single person, I do think really, of course, like, my relationship with Jesus and what that says about my gift. Like, well, I can be secured in mm -hmm. his love for me and not yeah. in a way that's like, Oh, Jesus is my husband. I actually am not that comfortable. Like I, I, mm. I think I said it at the training, I'm not that comfortable with Jesus being my husband or my lover. Like that's mm -hmm. not language I use. Yeah. I don't particularly like it. I'm not saying it's wrong. I just don't like it. 
but like I do think he's like my best friend and I think he sees me and I know he created me and so he can call me good and so that does something so while there is an ache of singleness and I would bring that before the Lord because yeah like I'm not a retired priest but I go home every night and it's Mm -hmm. kind of just me like I kind of actually relate to that I'm not like young 20s anymore so Mm -hmm. I'm not necessarily wanting romance like I'm not longing for this whirlwind romance I want the hot guy to pursue me it's more like I would like a companion Mm -hmm. too like that that's an ache there like no one's asking me about my day when I come home or no one's picking me up from the airport after a trip like not to be melodramatic because mm-hmm. it's really not this like deep pain all the time but it's something there mm-hmm. and so like I have to learn to bring that before the Lord and his seeing me and him being like you know in a very I don't want to be so corny but it's like oh well he cares how my day is mm-hmm. like I actually can be with him with all these things I have there is something deep that I get from that which doesn't actually dull the pain that's what like TV does for me and like TikTok mm. and food can dole it. It actually just like cleanses it. So mm. it's something that I can bear. <laughs> and like as a Christian, it's like, well, we bear wounds. If, if this is my little one, for me, it is singleness. It's maybe not for everyone. It's like I can get something deeper met in him so I can have this wound, but the cleanse wound before him doesn't threaten my understanding of myself as a gift. No. It's mysterious, I guess, but it's like, no, I'm not getting any less and less single as I get older. Right. I'm getting more and more single, but I don't feel the same approach like reproach anymore because it's like Jesus is solidifying something in me in mm-hmm. my kind of time before him. And so I still have my pain, but it's not the enemy's accusation, like the spirit of death. Like, well, you're never going to get married because you're not good enough. It's just kind of like, oh, this hurts Lord, but I'm not going to read into it. Like I don't need to read this wound that much for Mm me. Reading the wound of my singleness gets me into my head of like, oh, if I only look like this, if I only did this, mm-hmm. that to me isn't helpful. But I can be like, oh, this is hard, Lord. I'm going to be before you. And then I, I'm a little clearer and cleaner for the men in my life who I do want to be able to see them and not through the lens of all men are, you know, kind of gross, superficial mm-hmm pigs who aren't into me right like (laughs) that could be maybe my thing and so yeah there's something simple there I think women have to own to needing to make sure we're not just looking to men to secure us because marriage isn't the answer to that like it's not like oh I'm kind of insecure and I don't feel like I'm a good gift and then I get married and then I feel like a good gift I know in my times with like weird relationships I've had Sure, they probably weren't the greatest guys, and so they weren't the most securing, but it actually does bring up all your insecurities. Mm. So it's not the magic answer, and so you stay fresh before him. I think it's good to have male friendships, like working with you, having Mm. you as a friend is really helpful Mm. because there is something sparked in good male relations. And I just, like, get something really dynamic with good relationship with men even if it's not romantic it Mm. does it it, kind of keeps you hopeful again Mm -hmm. to me it's a mystery I don't know what it is but there's something that I can feed on with like oh that guy was so good and he Mm. saw me and he imparted life maybe it was a kind word but maybe it was just a genuine engagement Mm. of a guy Mm -hmm. who was just engaging with me and saw me well like that to me is like okay I can feed on that like yeah that's beautiful so I kind of think we're just responsible for the deep well that we are and the mystery that we are even to ourselves like keep it before the lord know where you're tempted to read your wound in a way that's not helpful yeah like getting lost in it yeah you know? and then bring it to him like, yeah. like you know for you it's like oh read your 
treat your wound because you would be one probably apt not to. Yeah, <laughs> like you'd yeah. be like, I'm fine. It's like <laughs> you're bleeding out. You're yeah. dead. <laughs> you died. <laughs> Doctor, can you read it? But for me, who's so introspective yeah, and is very so. aware of my wounds, there are times when the Lord is like, no, 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 look at mm -hmm. mine. Like, I yeah. love that. Like, I love like, oh, let's look at the Lord's. Like, okay, I can look at his and he mm. overcame that and he still has his. And I love finding connection with the Lord in that. That's beautiful. That's awesome. So yeah, I mean, mine is maybe a little more abstract because it is abstract. I I could like do online dating, but that, oh, that's. <laughs> is that like. A nightmare. Again, it, not, it? not because it's wrong or like, oh, yeah, yeah. online dating. I, I'm 36. Like I was, I did like eHarmony when I was like 24. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> past me if only I knew you know and you're like wow everyone's so interested in me it's like what the heck and now I'm 36 and I'm like oh all the 50 year olds want 30 year olds mm. so I've like aged out of like geriatrics truly <laughs> <laughs> and I do think and controversial mm, should I say <laughs> Well, I just think because men do have the initiative and that, that is right. I mean, that is, yeah. that is sort of the body speaks to the story of male initiative, female response. I'm not traditional. Like I'm not always into traditional gender roles. That to me is a very important one. Mm -hmm. It seems natural, mm -hmm. but because men do have that authority and they actually do have far more sort of a natural instinct to, you know, to initiate and be in relationship that if they, are of a certain age and that hasn't happened yet mm. that sometimes is some deficiency in mm -hmm, them mm -hmm. that would make them someone you wouldn't want to date unless that they got help sure, and yeah, women sometimes yeah. women i mean we can be crazy I, and i'm not saying like oh me i'm still i'm still in the market <laughs> like what the heck i'm not saying that but i would say for women sometimes it is simply no one's knocking on my door yeah yeah, yeah. And so women who are single can get very weird. That's like mm -hmm. my fear in life is to be that weird single woman. <laughs> I, I, I fear, <laughs> I like feared that when I was like a young kid. <laughs> Don't know, we won't go there. Um, but like women tend to be a, maybe sometimes a little more eligible mm -hmm, mm -hmm. at a certain age than sure. the men who are single are. Yeah. And so sometimes you're like, oh. Yeah. And sometimes it's a mirror you just don't want to see. You're like, well, no, oh, I think, is I think, that my match? It's like, oh, that probably could be my match, but that's hard for me. Well, I think it's good to say because in a way, like if we're saying that men need to like take responsibility. Yes. It's, I think I think men, it's okay for men to to face areas of their life that they need to like, okay, I need to refine there. Exactly. Like you, you never know? really took responsibility. Yeah. So in some sense, you're a little boy right, right, right. with yeah. little boy expectations of romance but you're a 66 year old right, like, right. who lives at home like yeah, yeah. like not at your own home your <laughs> mother's home so it's kind of like there is like activate activate and if yeah. you have if you haven't activated uh, grace you grace 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 yeah, but yeah, no like shame. online dating isn't always the most activating of places Absolutely, so yeah. i just sometimes it's just like oh i don't i agree with you i don't Katie. want that and i'm i do think in some ways like could i be more open it's honestly almost so hard to say because it never happens so it's yeah. not like i'm turning down people left and right, right it's like right. be more open be more open it's like well no that just like doesn't really happen for me so i guess i could be more open but to whom mm -hmm. but i do kind of like I have a full life in that I really like things. So like, I'm really interested in like things like mm -hmm. sports or reading or mm -hmm. this or that. So it's not like I, I want companionship and I want to be for the other. And I want to be refined in that. Like marriage seems very hard, 
but in a, those who do it well are so refined mm. by it. Like, mm. of course I want that. But I also do have a life that's not miserable. I'm not yeah. desolate. I have things that I like and I have good friends. And so it's not overwhelming. And yeah. so I'm not going to plunge head first if it's not a good fit. And I mean, I've, I'm, I'm, I'm relatively intelligent. So I'm intelligent. <laughs> I'm relatively intelligent. <laughs> Lord humbles me, but like I, I have integration. Like I'm, absolutely. I, I, I have some things, and so I would like a a partner. Yeah, I don't want to pull someone up by their exactly, bullshit. Yeah. Like you want, you want someone equally equally yoked. Traps. Yeah, exactly. And so you know? that becomes harder because I'm just getting more and more yoked. <laughs> no, I. Lo- that's really well said, Katie. I feel like. Enough so if said. you're interested, um, if you want to send me a headshot, Her f- cell phone number. If you want a resume, like you can, I, I will sort through them. Um, I mean, this is the point of this podcast, so Ugh. I won't be alone on Valentine's I Day. actually really appreciate the vulnerability, though, Katie, of of kind of opening up and how you how you do it before the Lord, which I really appreciate. Like, I think your your life is really dynamic and full mainly because of the Lord, <laughs> right? Like Jesus is really good to you. You have really good parents too. So you're actually parents. very normal. And they're dynamic parents. You know, so. so you're not like sulking. You're not a sulking No, person. I mean, but I would have been. No, but I actually am very much a sulking person. Are you really? That would be, well, like that's my, my like Mr. Hyde. The Dr. Yeah. Jekyll is sort of the <laughs> dynamic one and the Mr. Hyde is the sulker. But I would, because I think I was so, self-pity was so my thing. Like mm, I've always been such I a self pityer that, I mean, who's self-piteous and who doesn't sulk? Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. you're being self-piteous so you can sort of sulk and kind of skunk away, you know. Has Living away. Waters helped you? Yeah, absolutely. Living Waters really helped me, but it was... I think living waters kind of helps you identify, Oh, that's not good. Right. Like we can so justify self pity. So living waters was eye opening, but it was staying in living waters and being a leader and really growing in maturity in a community that wouldn't, you know, of of people who could kind of see the signs when you're not doing so well, Mm -hmm. help me learn to just like, be like, no, I can't do that. Like I had to take responsibility too. I mean, women aren't just receivers, receivers. We have responsibility. We had autonomy. So I have to learn to cut that out. Like I have to learn to be like, you just can't give yourself that. Right. Right. I I don't really deserve to be self piteous. I can be sad. Mm -hmm. I can be like, man, that stinks that that's not happening for me. But when you're self piteous, there's no no room for God in that sort of accu because you're cute, you know, you're self piteous because you deserve better, and there's an accusation there, and that's not helpful. So I am actually one very prone to sulking, but wow. I try not. So to living be. waters is really uh, oh yeah, for because sure. I, I mean from my vantage point, it's like you, I don't see you as that, you know, yeah. And so, it, but I think that's probably a testament to living, living waters. waters and parents who, yeah, my dad who's like. I mean, your dad won't let you settle. Like your dad yeah, is like really good. Yeah, he won't really let me just good. be a self in a way that's so helpful. It's yeah, yeah. not harsh. Some people are would be like, "Oh, well, you need freedom." It's like I have a lot of freedom to feel my emotions. Yeah, yeah. But the ones that are bad for me, like the ones that never have helped me, self pity has never helped me. Yeah. It's it it always makes me sadder and madder. It doesn't mm-hmm. make me feel sad and mad, but but I have a strength to work through it. It, mm-hmm. it kind of weakens me in my sadness and my yeah. anger it doesn't kind of cause me to want to go forward in it so i try not to be and yeah. just does help like he yeah. really does yeah. it's not it's not like this weird mystical no thing it's like, not a, no because i'm not like i don't really like <laughs> that's that. not your thing yeah. no it's not a panacea but it's like well time spent before the lord like actually before him 
if you're integrated, which is Living Waters helps you mm-hmm. do that, then it matters. Then it, it goes deep because I'm integrated. So I'm not divided and yeah. I have the spiritual side and then this other side. It's mm-hmm. like I hope to be, I'm integrated enough that time spent before the world, Lord, does really change me. Yeah. I like what you said about marriage being sort of a refiner. I, I've experienced yeah. that yeah. just in my life. you've been own, married like, for one year. One year, yeah. Yep. So just one year. The kind of crucible, like the highs and lows. <laughs> exactly. Of, yeah, that's that's And kind fresh. of the, 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 in the best sense, like a, a constant surveillance of the wow. other. Like yes. it just happens naturally, for you know? For sure, yeah. So you don't have a lot of room to just kind of do your own stupid thing. Yes. You know? And uh, I I have appreciated that. Like I needed that. It's good for you. It's yeah. good for me. It's good that I, and it activates me, Yes. but it also challenges me sure. in a way that I've never been yes. challenged. Absolutely. You know, and then it also gives me more so, I think it gives me the gift of companionship, Yeah. you know, like going to bed and talking about our day and all of that, which is so beautiful. Um, I'm just grateful because I would, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have the gift of Anya if I wasn't married, but I also wouldn't have the gift of being refined in ways yes. that I I definitely need to be refined yeah. in. It's, it's kind of it's kind of crazy. Like marriage in a way has brought a mirror to my face. Wow. Like, Which just areas where I'm like, whoa, I'm like really ugly there. <laughs> yeah, you know, I like yes. I lack compassion. Yes. I lack patience. All of those things that we just kind of know, but you think, okay, I've worked enough. I'm doing better. Yeah, I'm like pretty <laughs> like, I'm good. Not that and way. And then you get married, and it's like, oh, what? That is, you know, that's so good. I mean, like I could see why. Like part of me is like, that sounds awful. Like you know, I mean, like part of me is like, well, I don't really want that. Yeah. But that is how you get better. It is. But it is crazy because it's like home is where you don't have to do that anymore. Yeah. So like as a single person, it's like, okay, I'm gonna be nice to Marco at work, and I'm gonna kind of hold those little things that make me mad. No, I don't really have that tension with you, but. There are people sometimes that you're like, well, I'm going to be kind and gracious to you yeah, because exactly. it's work and it's yeah. a ministry. Right. But then you get home and my dog will like, <laughs> my dog will be a dog. And I'm like, Daisy, stop it. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that's in me. I'm just letting it down because I'm at right, home exactly. and the defenses are down yeah. and marriage would be like, <laughs> and I do think about that. Yeah. The way I treat my dogs is like, would I be that <laughs> harpy fishwife to my husband? Because... I am, oh, impa- you know, but it, yeah. I, I can see where that is oh my so gosh. good it's so, yep. for you, yeah. but it's very challenging. It's a challenge, yeah. Wow. But oh, it's it's great. I mean, I feel like, um, guys, I mean, just to end where we started, pursue, yeah, you know? Amen. You have nothing to lose yeah. and a bunch to gain, so. Amen. Yeah, I I think um, cosine. The next episode, we have a, a great guest yes. with us. So let's talk a little bit more about her coming out of SSA and um, what that meant for her as a single person and then as a married person and just kind of all the intricacies of that. But I like this conversation. Let's keep it going. That's a good one. Yeah. Thanks, Katie. Happy Valentine's Day. Go Happy Chiefs! Valentine. Go Chiefs! Yeah, I, did, go I Chiefs. waited till the uh, I waited till the end. Super Bowl. We're trying to get somebody to sponsor uh, Katie's. Chief yes. paraphernalia. So I could have a Chiefs shirt or sweatshirt every episode. Yeah. Because we're going back to back. Harrison Budker. Harrison Budker. Are you one of our 55 viewers? You okay, are. If you know Harrison Budker, or if you know any Chief, anyone tangentially to the Chiefs, please, we want we swag. Want, we yep. want guests. I yes. mean, I love the Chiefs. Oh, Katie. They're a joy. Katie I love them. the Chiefs. Like, I love them. Yes. It's a joy. They bring me joy. And they're going to go back to back. Super Bowl champs.
Mm-hmm. Dynasty solidified. Oh, I don't know if we're allowed to do that. <laughs> we won't do the, mm-hmm. the chop. <laughs> controversial uh, but yeah i love them so if you know anything anyone one day we're gonna have we're gonna have harrison vodka and patrick mahomes oh, oh. okay i had a dream i just want to end with this the other day i had a dream he had a dream <laughs> i had a dream it was patrick mahomes <gasps> and travis kelsey yes. taylor swift and Brittany mahomes and i was meeting outside of a church wow and they were like we want to become christians Yes. I mean, I'm sure they're Christians, but Patrick this, is but, yeah, but this was in the dream, and so I was leading them into the church. Oh, where was I? <laughs> um, something uh, in? <laughs> no, I want everyone to be saved. Totally. I want the you, salvation of you all. You would souls. be the leader, Katie. But I don't if, know why I was even in this dream. Marco Casanova <laughs> is the one who. Brings I was like leading them, and they were like bowing and going into their places. That, bowing like, to who? Bowing to who? To the Lord. Okay, thank no. you. Clarify. <laughs> but if Marco is the one who gets to do that, Lord, Lord, <laughs> Lord, I can't take many things. <laughs> I can't take that but one. But if Marco's like, oh wait, you want to be a Christian? Sure, we love you, Marco. You're great. Blah blah blah. I, I could, that's it. I don't think there's, I think there's nothing left. There's no <laughs> consolation great enough uh, for that. So, so I better, fun. I better have been like. I was so pumped. I it mean, was amazing. I, yeah, let's go, Lord. But I want to be there. And you don't need to be. Yeah, <laughs> I really don't. <laughs> Maybe we'll get them all in living waters one day. Oh, yes. Yes, please. Come on. Come on. Come on, church. T-Swift is probably going to move to Kansas City at some yes. point. Yes. Come on. I, we will if Travis leaves. Once he retires, then he might not stay. But we never know. I mean, who wouldn't stay in Kansas City? I mean, come on. Come on. We got barbecue. Have you been to Topeka? <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. We love Topeka. We love you, Topeka. We love you, Topeka. Peace out. <laughs> Thanks for joining. <laughs>